Yeah, yeah. I know y'all ain't about that life. So take Nice. I'm calling them out. And I got their phone numbers. I'm calling them out. I got their phone numbers. When that money calling, everything go on hold. When that money calling, everything go on hold. I'm having doubts with the really believe. Starting with these uh, stuff on Urkels, uh, really be Steve. What up? What up? What up? What up? Long hair, don't care, but it really be uh, me. Let's get back to this real shit. That life I'm about. Anytime that I'm out, uh, I keep falling like it's no time out. Uh, on the cush, I'm stoned out. Uh, on you haters, uh, I zone out. Uh, y'all opinions uh, don't make me uh, money, so what y'all thinking don't count. Ooh, I mean, the ooh. nerve of these niggas giving me attitude. What is when up, people? What is up? It is. It is a good morning. A good, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. What is up? What is up? Everything go on ho. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some things to talk about today. I missed the last two days because I was a little busy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I was handling some stuff. So, got some people I got to bring to the table. Um, I got to talk some college football. I got to talk some... I got to talk some NBA, talk about my thoughts so far, talk about Jokic and how he's dominating right now. Like, he's going crazy. Somebody tell that man to chill out. Um, I'm going to talk about some NFL. I'm going to grade some teams. I'm going to tell you, like, who are some real contenders right now, who are pretenders. I'm going to go through each team in each division. I'll let you know who I feel like will be there when it's the end of the regular season, who will be in the playoffs, fighting, get that title. Um, we talk some college basketball. It's a jam-packed, jam-packed Wednesday. Yes, sir. But you already know. Everything go on ho. Everything go on ho. Uh, uh. But it's your boy Dubs in the building, and this is that 35th episode of the Analysts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm back again. Back again. I'm be slacking a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Said I was supposed to be doing episodes every day. And uh, sometimes I oversleep or I'm doing something and uh, I don't do it. It's a lot of stuff to cover, you know. I said when I first started this podcast, I was going to cover everything that I knew knew things about. I stayed in my field, you know. Sports, NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball. I need to get more into wrestling. I'm going to make that my exclusive stuff. On uh, when people are subscribing, I got to start doing those. I'm gonna start doing that. So right after this podcast is done, I'm gonna start talking about some wrestling because I've been slacking. But yeah, man, wherever you listening to me, 
and stuff. I appreciate you. I thank you. Uh, I try to do what I can. You feel me? Uh, I'm just out here trying to make a name for myself. So if you're listening to me on iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I thank you. I thank you a lot. Um, I'm gonna come a long way. I'm gonna keep progressing and building, but um, you know, it's just it's gonna grow the way I wanted to grow, and it's gonna keep happening. So we'll see how things progress as uh, the time goes on. But um, yeah, man, let's talk about some guys I need to have some personal talks with as to who I should have talked to on Monday because um, kind of let me down. I ain't going to say like they messed up my picks, but I am going to say certain guys, they need to have a little sit down talk with me because I didn't like their performance on Saturday pertaining to college football. Caleb Williams, let's have a talk, my guy. Understand. I want you to understand this, Caleb. Yes, USC Trojans are are, you know, seven and three, five and two in the Pac twelve. I get it. I get it. As technically if this was the NFL, that's not a bad record. It's really not. This is a playoff team. The difference between the NFL and college football is some I think some college programs they play maybe eleven games. And then they play their, um, you know, their conference title. And, you know, they might be, that may be their 12th game. For USC, it was a lot of hype coming into the season, talking about Caleb Williams and uh, him might re- repeating as, you know, back-to-back Heisman. And um, I'm not going to say, like, his numbers don't show it. He, he's been putting up very impressive numbers. Very impressive numbers. Like I said, if this was the NFL, this man be top five right now. I'm talking about like, like, I'm talking about like big numbers. Like, he be really top five. Like, if you looked at Caleb Williams' numbers and then you looked at Tua Tungavailoa's numbers not right now, you would say Caleb Williams is a better quarterback. You would say he's, the, the number one rated passer uh, in the whole league, if this was the NFL. He has 2,958 yards, 28 touchdowns, 4 INTs, an 83.2 QBR. That's six in the nation in college football. Now, um, let me see. Let's see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up. Because this is all I be doing. I just, if you follow me on Twitter, I love seeing when stats pull up and it be like factual type of things. And I just like reposting stuff or liking it because, like I said, I'm a sports guy. So when I when I reposting those type of things, that's what's important to me. So, um... I'm going I'm to compare his stats right now to what Tua's doing in the NFL and stuff. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. All right, so Tua. No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Not it. Not it. Where is it? Where is it? All right, so with Tua, 
on the season, uh, Tua right now has 2,609 yards. That's first in the NFL. Caleb Williams has 2,849 yards. That's first in the NCAA. The USC Trojans played 10 games. The Dolphins have played 9. Caleb Williams has 28 TDs, 4 INTs, 83.2 QBR. Tours put up 8.5 yards of pass, 19 TDs, 106.4 passer rate. They're first in the AFC East. The reason why I compared the two is you got to think, like, when you get to that level and you playing that type of competition, you have to perform at the highest level, but you have to get wins on top of that. You can't just put up three, 400 yards and your team still loses. Or, like I've been saying throughout most of the college football season, you can't have blemishes on, like, your stats because people pay attention to that. They pay attention to when you play the big competition versus when you play, like, some school that ain't that good and you do dominate them. It's what the same comparison they do with, uh, with Tua right now. And what they saying about the Dolphins. They saying the Dolphins beat bad teams, but then when they play competition, they struggle. Which is true. They put up Dolphins put up seventeen points a game and when they face the Bills, Eagles, and the Chiefs. And but when they played other competition, they're averaging thirty nine points a game. So it it makes sense what they're saying. But uh it's the same as when you look at like college football and you look at certain guys when they put up certain stats and you see how they play against this team, you see how they play against them, and you just be like, why can't he just perform and his team win? Like, against Washington, he had a 77.1 completion percentage, three TDs, 312 yards, 180 passer rating, 89.1 uh, QBR, right? Against Cal, he put up 369. He had a 57.5 completion percentage, two touchdowns, 151.5 passer rating, and 61.7 QBR. They won that game, even though Cal is not that great of a team. But the teams that he's that the Trojans have lost to, he went, he disappeared. Against Utah, he had 256 yards. He had no touchdowns. He had one rushing touchdown. Against Notre Dame, he got sacked six times. He only had 199 yards passing. He had one touchdown, three picks. But you see, like, when he plays Colorado, and that's that big spotlight game, he has 403 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah, he had a pick, but that's six TDs he put on a team that was, like, really got had got some big shine early on in the season. So, what I don't need people to understand – when I talk to talk, when I talk about certain quarterbacks, it's always going to be certain narratives they have about certain guys when they come out, um, in the in the draft, and they're going to mention who they played against, their, um, uh, how they played against this competition, how they managed against these guys, and with him taking certain losses. The certain teams in this conference, they're going to watch that. They're going to pay attention to that. And they're going to critique them. And they're going to be like, hmm, 
he struggled against Utah. He he didn't perform good in the spotlight when he played Notre Dame. Um, he played it good against Washington, but he ain't do enough. And now, when you play Oregon, you got to think this is a Saturday night game, 1030, big spotlight. Oregon going to be rocking. What do you do? If you lose, you're 7-4. and four. You're already fighting for a bowl bid. Um, he's not going to be Heisman. So, now it's, uh, I get past Oregon. I right, Let's say I beat USL, UCLA. Do I play in the bowl game and risk myself getting hurt? Those are those type of things. Uh, these scouts and NFL GMs love talking about and stuff. And... That's why I always spotlight certain guys that come to the table because sometimes I'll be wanting just to have that talk so we can figure things out. Another guy, Dylan Gabriel. My brother. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. You and Michael Penix Jr. They giving y'all cops a tour. You struggled against Kansas in the rain. Yeah, there was rain delays and stuff. And you lose to Oklahoma State. The last Bedlam game. Ah! Ah. I mean, you put up 344 yards. 9.1 yards a pass. One titty, one INT, but your team lost. You ain't do a, you didn't do enough. And that's that's another guy you gotta sit there and have that talk with. And if he's a senior and he's gonna go on the draft and they're gonna be like, Well, he's undersized, he's five eleven, and then he's two hundred and four four pounds, he's too small, they gonna they're gonna use that tour thing against him. And Got to win certain games when they matter. Can't lose these type of games. Um, I would have thought they would have got that win. Least been 8-2. and two, And when they would have, let's see, who else do they have? Yeah, West Virginia, BYU, TCU. TCU probably be your toughest competition. Um, it's like you could finish the season... What, ten and two, but you don't get into the Big Twelve. That's, I mean, yeah, you can win the next three. You'd be seven and two, but what if Kansas keeps winning? What if Oklahoma State? What if Texas keeps winning? They watch these things. They pay attention to them. That's why it's important for these certain quarterbacks to step up. Um. You got to win. You played against West Virginia at home, man. Y'all favored to win. I'm going to pay attention to you and Caleb. Caleb is more so, he has to outperform Bo Nix. You, Gabriel, you, you have to make sure your team keeps winning. So y'all can have 
a chance to play in the Big 12 title game. It's going to be tough because, like I said, he lost to Kansas. So, ah, it's tough. It's tough out here. Sam Hartman for Notre Dame. We got to have a talk. Early on the season, you started out 13 titties, no blemishes. I was giving you big praise, my brother. I was. I was like, who is this guy? I ain't never followed this guy before. He was playing very well. He was beating up on certain teams, getting key wins. You have 2,272 yards, 18 TDs. You got seven blemishes. You got seven picks. You threw a costly pick against Clemson. You threw 146 yards. I get it. You playing in Clemson, the intensity is high. The home crowd gets loud. I'm going to say this about Sam Hartman. In the two games where you could say, like, these were important, he did nothing. Against USC, he only put up 126 yards. Yeah, they won 48-20, but it wasn't because of the offense. The defense was putting them in good field position, and they were just scoring, running the ball. He played against Clemson, 146 yards, 43.3 completion percentage, two picks. QBR was a 39.6. The other time you had a low QBR was against Louisville, and you had 30.2. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I I just I just can't understand it. It's it's one of those things, especially with Notre Dame, since they don't wanna be in a conference, they just wanna be an independent. They're going to get every team's best effort. Because you're going to be taking on teams in the Big Ten, ACC. You might take on someone that's, you know, Pac-12. They're going to give you their best. You can't have those performances. Play Wake Forest next at home. Then on the road at Stanford. Right now, you got number 20. It's not good, man. It's not good. Um... Sam Hartman, I need better. Ah, I don't want to do this. This is their first year. Shador Sanders, we need to have a talk. Ah, big praise for the Colorado Buffaloes early in the season. Big praise. Dion's the head coach. And. Colorado's going to be a, a nice team. They're going to be undersized on both sides of the field and linemen. Yeah, I lost three straight. You put up eight TDs, one pick in the last three games that y'all lost. It's not on you. 
You've taken, though, 15 sacks in three games. If you want to go beyond that, 23 sacks in five games. I ain't going to say it's your fault. That team got to be better. Right now, you ain't getting no help from your teammates. You out here putting a 70.1 completion percentage, 2,882 yards, 7.5 yards of pass, 24 TDs, 3 picks, 152.0 passer rate. But your team is 4-5. and five. Just read a report saying you coming back next year. I like that mentality. Even though you're a junior, I just like it only because when these scouts or people on ESPN or whoever talks about these certain college guys and they just be like, all right, well, he can make a lot of money at the next level. And it's like, yeah, they can. But let's think about, you know, long term, not just next year think long term let's say he gets drafted to a bad team let's say he gets drafted to the Giants offense you gotta see how stagnant their offense is what does he do over there they don't throw the ball like that they try to run a lot but if he gets drafted to the Bears they already got a quarterback. So now you just getting drafted to a team that's confused. They ain't even figure out their step one. For him to stay, smart. For Caleb, I need I need him to think about it. He's, his father said uh, he would stay if he known a bad team was going to draft him. I will hold out. I'd be like, nah, I'm coming back. I'm not, I'm not getting drafted to the Bears, or I think, I think the number one team that can draft them. Let me see, let me see. I think the worst team in the league is what you would say the, I guess the Cardinals, but. There's no, like, excitement over there. You're not going to get drafted to the Panthers. The, pan the pick going to, I think that gets forfeited. Let's say you get, get drafted to the Broncos. That situation over there is complicated. The Patriots. Who knows if Bill Belichick wants to coach that team. That's all I'm saying. A lot of these guys got to clean some things up, you know, before it starts getting hectic playoff time. A lot of teams are stepping up. See how each team does. Um, right now, they keep talking about the Michigan scandal. They say his decision might be made at 12 o'clock where, you know, Coach Harbaugh might get suspended again. He was suspended the first three games. Might miss the rest of the season. 
and they got a big one playing Penn State on the road, and you got this dark cloud over you. What if they say y'all stealing signs? Your coach gets suspended, and you can't even play in the playoff playoff game. You you can't get that chance. Now what happens? They take that away and they change up um, who moves into that playoff spot. Or they suspend your coach, but they just be like, well, next year, y'all going to be um, not eligible to play in any bowl games next year. You those same kids that are there now, do they come back? Knowing they just gonna be, they'll be playing. They could build their stats, but they're not playing for championships. They're not playing for anything. You just, just a waste of season. It's gonna be a tough one against Penn State. It's gonna be a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay very close attention to that game. It's gonna be a big one, um, but I'll talk about that on Friday. That Utah and Washington. I like this Tennessee and Missouri game. Um, Ole Miss and Georgia. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna be in USC and Oregon. I'm gonna be paying attention. I'm gonna be paying attention. I'll be watching. You know what I'm saying? I'll be paying attention. Let's talk some NBA. Let's talk some NBA. Dylan Brooks says he got a game plan for LeBron. He says he's going to lock him up. Dylan Brooks. Can you cut the shit? <laughs> that should be a segment for the NBA. Cut the shit. Yeah, yeah I cuss. It's my shit. Cut the shit, though, for real. I get it, Dylan. Your main thing in Memphis was to lock people up, you know, be the vocal type of guy in Memphis, poking the bear. You know, the last time the Lakers played y'all, he was poking the bear. Y'all got bounced in the first round with LeBron recording his first ever 22 points, 20 rebounds in game four. He did it on you. He, he he didn't care about. Like he heard you talking. Like you think LeBron's worried about you? Yeah, you putting up some decent numbers, good numbers. Sixteen point three points a game, four point seven rebounds, two point two assists in the first season with the Rockets. Well, LeBron out here is still. Putting up 25 and 8. 
You gonna stop him? Who are you gonna stop? I ain't the biggest LeBron fan. I'm not. But I want to see if someone really can stop LeBron, regardless of how old he is. Like, if you look at, let's see. I'm looking at LeBron's numbers. I'm going to show you. This This is why I like. It's good to have a podcast because I can spotlight certain stuff. I don't want people think I'll be just on here. I can hate and talk shit. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you why, like, you shouldn't really be poking anything, poking a bear at no LeBron James. Since he came to the Lakers, 27.4, 25.3, 25.3. from the field. A 46.5 clip from three. Pow, pow. A 94.4% free throw percentage. He's the only player in NBA history to have at least averaged 30 points in his first 30 games or first eight games at the age of 35 or older. The chef. Relax. Chef. 
Curry. Is that how you feel, brother? Hmm? Hmm? Is out here just putting up numbers. Mm. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad. Tonight, we got some big NBA games. I'll probably watch some after I leave class today. Got Clippers and Nets. That's going to be a good one. Um, let's check, see if everybody's playing. Because they said uh, they got smoke by them Knicks. So they in Brooklyn. Seems like everybody's playing. I want to see what them Clippers do with that big four. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, PG, Kawhi Leonard. It's an interesting game. No Terrence, man. Still a game time decision. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. It's a tough one right here. I don't know how to gauge off of it. He lost to the Lakers. 130 to 125. And they lost to the Knicks. 111-97. Hmm. But Brooklyn's lost the last two, but they faced the Celtics, and they lost to the Bucks. Hmm. I feel like the Nets going to show up and show out tonight. Um, I mean, Ben Simmons, he's averaging 10.8 rebounds, 6.7 assists. Cam Thomas got 28 points a game. It's going to be a tough match. I think it's going to come down to that fourth quarter. You're going to see them battling back and forth and trying to, you know, lobby themselves to win. I feel like the Nets will pull through. Maybe this might be the game. James Harden, this is just a playmaker all around. Spot threes and getting key steals. I think what the Clippers need to do, they need to be like, all right, let's lock in defensively. And whoever's hot, let them get the ball. Quiet, man. Lakers and Rockets. Mm. Oh, the Lakers smoke the Rockets, but don't be surprised if uh, Alperine, Singham, and them Rockets put up numbers. He's averaging 18.2 points a game, 8.5 rebounds, 7 assists. He's versatile. European guys, they know how to use their footwork. Can AD, will AD play tonight? Let's see. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, he's a game time decision. Let's see. Let's see what the update on AD. His hip 
It's questionable for Wednesday game, so probably he won't play. It's going to be on LeBron's hands. Hmm. I'm going to say the Lakers win. And a close one. It ain't going to be crazy or nothing. It'll just win in a close one. Um... Yeah, I'm going to pick the Lakers. I'm going to pick the Lakers. Got Hornets and Wizards. No Terry Rozier. He's hurt right now. I'm going to still stick with Lonzo Ball and, and his 17.2 points a game. 5.2 rebounds, 9.3 assists. I'm going to say the Hornets take that game. Pacers and Jazz. Tyrese Halliburton out here playing at an all-star level, putting up 24 points a game, 11.7 assists. Mm. At home, yeah, I can say they can probably take it. I can say they can take that one. I don't think they have this. Big game of the night, 7 o'clock. Celtics in 76 has got the rivalry. Mm. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Christoph Pazingas, Drew Holiday versus Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, Kelly Oubre Jr. Mm. This game going to be rocking tonight. It's going to be rocking. I don't know. I'm going to break this game down. Let's see. Derek White's the game time decision. This is like them playoff games right here, you know, where you see like two teams is going at it, you know, fighting for that position to be the best. Because they play them tonight and they play them on the 15th. So, it's going to be very crucial. Mm, I like the Celtics a lot. Jason Tatum's just nice. Right now, he's averaging 30.5 points. 54.9% from the field goal. Or from the field. Um, mm. Joel and B's putting up 32.5, 11 rebounds. Oh, who's stopping him? No Robert Williams. Remember, they traded him. No Robert Williams. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. That is tough. Oh, does Drew Holiday lock up Tyrese Maxey? Maxey just he's in another world now. Is Drew has Drew lost a step since he left Milwaukee? Has he? I don't. I hope not. Hmm. Let's say just the Sixers win tonight. Defense. Defense is going to be key. The stadium is going to be loud. Mm. 
I'm going to say the Sixers win. Spurs and Knicks. Victor Wimbiana playing in New York. Gonna be a tough one. You know, Knicks beat um beat the Clippers, beat them bad. Wimbiana be playing defense. He be getting them blocks. I'm gonna say Knicks win. Spurs are still young, you know. I think Wimbiana still has a good game. He'll put, put up 21 and 12. Um, I mean, Mitchell Robinson probably be the main guy guarding him, but I still feel like Jalen Brunson, when he's in his zone, he, he's hard to be stopped. Yeah, I'm going to say the Knicks win. But it'll be close, though. It'll be close. You got Suns and Bulls. Let's see what the injury report says. Devin Booker is out. Bradley builds a game time decision. Now, there ain't nothing really impressive about the Bulls. Like I said, this is a team that had two stars, and they still... They just, they are a playoff team, but it's, it's not an exciting one. Um, KD, he can give you 40 like it's nothing. He wake up like, oh, today he gonna put about 42. So KD be feeling like who's really guarding KD? You could be, you could be physical, but it's no when he gets to his spots, mid range, three point. He's gonna kill you. He's going. That's why they call him the Slim Reaper, you know. KD is that nice. Um, if I had to pick, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say the Bulls have just enough to win tonight. Um, I think KD still puts up 31 in the game. It is who's stopping Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Caruso's a, a game time decision stopping them. I'm going to say Bulls win tonight. Now, Booker and Bill were playing. Be different. Probably be a blowout. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Heat and Grizzlies. There's really not much to talk about with this game. Um, I'm going to say the Heat win this. Feel like, um, feel like the Heat have just enough. Tyler Harris has been balling. So I. You know, feasting them on the last episode. Been balling, putting up 25.3 points, 5.6 rebounds, 5 assists a game. Man, it's balling. Man, it's balling. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. It'll probably be like a 104, 100 type of game. 
that the Heat will pull through. Bam will step up, get a key stop. Yeah, I can see the Heat winning. Pistons and Bucks. I think it's still early for them. Um, even if they take slight bumps in the road, I feel like the Bucks will win this game. Giannis is still unstoppable. 26.9 rebounds. I'm going to go Bucks. Uh, Pelicans and T-Wolves. I think the T-Wolves have the better team. Um, they've been playing together for the last three years, getting it together. I feel like they'll just do just enough, play defense. Um, but, like, Pelicans still got things they got to clean up, mainly keeping Zion on the court. So I'm going to say T-Wolves at home. Thunders and Cavs. I'm going to say Thunder wins. Shea Gildas Alexander is just a beast. Chet Holmgren, he's figuring it out more and more, you know, where his spots is on the court. Josh Giddy is a great playmaker. Um, right now, was it Lou, Lou Gintz, Dort? Right now, he's a game-time decision, but if he was playing... I mean, the, the Cavs are good. Not impressive. Um, they still got a long way to go. Some would say Thunder. Raptors and Mavericks. Mavericks are 6-1. Luka is hot right now. Averaging 31 points a game. 9.6 rebounds. 8.9 assists. You almost averaged a triple-double. What you want, brother? Huh? What you want? all I need to see. It's going to be close, though. Raptors are going to fight. They're going to fight throughout the whole game. You're going to see the Raptors get some leads. They're going to put up numbers. I think Mavs just do just enough towards the end, hitting big shots like Tim Hardaway Jr. or Kyrie's going to find his rhythm. See, Mavs. Warriors and Nuggets. Mm. Is Draymond playing? It's a game time decision for getting hit in his gonads. But it's a personal reason. He might not play tonight. Jokic is a game time decision. What did Jokic hurt? Uh, risks, he's probable. He's going to play. No Jamal Murray tonight, which is fine. Michael Porter Jr. has stepped up. Contavious Caldwell Pope has stepped up. Um, Aaron Gordon has played very well. A 7-1. Playing the hot Warriors team, what, 6-2? I'm going to say the Nuggets do just enough. They get them out of here. I feel like the Warriors ain't there yet. I think it's still early in the season, but the Nuggets, they're playing like, hey, this is how last season was. Why not continue? Trailblazers and Kings. I'm going to say Kings win. Start getting them back on a winning ways. We'll see how they do. But, yeah, I can see them getting this W tonight. As to 
The NFL Cowboys signed, reinstated Martavius Bryant. Which is very shocking. I wouldn't have thought they'd get another receiver. You got Michael Gallup, Brandon Cook, C.D. Lamb. What do you need Martavius for? But they signed him to the practice squad after he had a workout. Um, he's had 145 catches, 2,183 yards, 17 TDs in 44 games. But he's been suspended multiple times for violating the league's substance abuse policy. But has been recently reinstated. He ain't played in the league in five years. He did play in the XFL last season. He has played in the CFL, Indoor Football League, and was with um, the Vegas Vipers in the XFL. He was going to have to win playing time beating Jalen Holbert or Tolbert or Jalen Brooks. I think they brought him in for a certain reason. So we'll see how that transfolds. Let's see, where is it at? Where is it at? Let me see. I was looking at something with the NFL. I'm a Grady's team. I'm going to tell you how they've been doing throughout the season. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to just probably pick a couple teams. I ain't going to go through every team. I'm going to just pick certain teams. Baltimore Ravens, you've been very impressive. Your defense has stepped up since you got Roquan Smith in a trade. He's been impressive. He's made that defense get better. Um, the safety play has been very well. The corners been stepping up. The ends on the the Ravens have been balling, and it's I think it's bolstered it that. Ravens offense and made them feel more confident knowing even if they got a punt on fourth down, that defense is going to contain you. They're fast, they'll get to you. Um, this team is very good. I give them an A. I give them an A. Houston Texans. CJ Stroud. Texas, you got, you got yourself a franchise quarterback. CJ Stroud last week was impeccable, amazing. A man's been balling. That's why I give him high praise. I, I give praise when it's due. He just, he's just been outstanding for that team. Um, still a young team on offense. The defense is going to get it together, but wow. That Texas team been very impressive. Can't wait to see how they do as the season unfolds. I'm going to say they got a B right now um but they'll get better um seahawks you can't put on those type of performance against the ravens three points but then look like i don't know at other times i don't know gino I don't know. I don't like. I feel like their scheme. You gotta get Jackson Smith and Jigba in there. Come on. 
Like, I don't understand why y'all don't use him more. Maybe it's because y'all used to two receivers, maybe two tight ends out there, and a running back. But gotta get him, man. You're a playoff team. Use your skill players. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Forty ers Um. Your team can win big games. I don't have questions about that. You can win big games. I'm trying to figure out when is your ends gonna wake up. Like Nick Bosa's struggling on the season. Eric Armstead, he he shows up, you know. Yeah, Randy Gregory now. Javon Hargrave. It's like when is that when is that front four gonna wake up? It's like you know, I get it, certain injuries are starting to occur, but What's that defense gonna wake up? I got you at a B plus, but it's not because of struggling the last couple of weeks, and then you had a buy. It's just that defense. I needed to wake up. Honestly, I needed to wake up. And if y'all wake up, you are gonna see other teams in the NFC pass you. You might even see a team in your own division that I just talked about take that division. You don't need that to happen. You don't need that to happen. I'm going to leave off on one more team. I'm going to say Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Early in the season, before the season started, I was talking to some people and I would say, Baker Mayfield probably has best collection of receivers ever. What drives me crazy is how are y'all three and five? What is going on? Y'all have lost four straight. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, I can't remember the tight end. I think it's Ottoman. Uh, Rashad White. The skill guys on defense. What are y'all doing? Just don't get it. Saints lead your division at five and four. The Falcons are ahead of y'all. I just don't get it with the Bucks. They they confuse me a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a C. I still need to see improvements. Seasons only at the midway point, but. I need more bucks. Come on, Baker. Hell. But yeah, those are the grades I got for certain players. I'm going to get into it tomorrow. Talk about that Thursday night game. As we have the... 
terrible one. <laughs> Carolina Panthers versus the Chicago Bears, I guess. My boy, um, hey, what's his name? Shit, I what his name is. Justin Fields might play. It's questionable. I will play. I don't want to see no. Nah, I don't want to see the rookie out there. No. Because then y'all going to create narratives and say, Justin ain't moving the ball down the field. I ain't trying to hear that. This is my team. Justin Fields, this is my team. I'm going to talk about that game tomorrow. Talk about those two key young guys, Bryce Young, Justin Fields, what they need to do, what they need to change up. In the next half of the season, as it gets close to the playoffs. But yeah, man. It's that 35th episode of The Analyst. I'm your boy, Dubs in the building. Check me out on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Check me out on TikTok at YoungDubs26. No, Dubs in the building, 24. Snapchat at YoungDubs26. Check me out on my Facebook live page at Dubs in the building. You can ask me questions, send in requests. Like I said, I'm going to be busy. Uh, probably going to take a nap. I'm going to try to do special content for wrestling. Uh, start doing that. But, yeah, man. I'm going to be on tomorrow. I'm talking about some NBA coverage. Um, I'm going to spotlight certain games in college football. Spotlight certain games in the NFL. Um... I'm going to do more comparisons of quarterbacks from pros and college. I'm going to talk, talk some college basketball because I ain't getting in. Sorry about that. But, yeah, man, check me out. Y'all have yourself a good day. Uh, I'm hoping to get in a good nap in. But, uh, yeah, man, it's your boy Dubs in the building. I, I am out. Oh.